So today we're talking about demystifying profitability. And my guest today is Ryan Watson, co-founder and partner of Upsourced Accounting, uh, which is really a firm that specializes in accounting for creative agencies, media, tech, et cetera, um, typically in the one to $5 million range, 10 to 30 uh, employees. Um, but this conversation is gonna be really relevant for firms that are smaller than that and much, much larger. So thanks for being here, Ryan. I really appreciate it. It's great to have you on Thrive today. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Excited to get into it. Yeah. So so let's do that. Um, I think that, you know, based on previous conversations we've had, um, you and I are definitely in agreement that profitability isn't one lever. You know, it's not one of these things that gets wrenched up or wrenched down based on something that you're doing day to day. Um, so it's really the result of numerous levers that are being pulled. And when we talked, you had this really great analogy that really stuck with me. And I'd love to share that with the audience. Yeah, yeah, no. So, and, and you're totally right. Like, so obviously I, Hey, I'm an accountant, I'm a finance person, so profit matters. Right. But it's, it's, and so it's not that we as an agency owner should ignore profit, but the point is you can't manage to profit, right? Profit is so like, there's this idea of leading and lagging indicators in everything and life and the economy, whatever it is. Right. Um, and profit is a lagging indicator. So take, uh, so take like the example I gave you, which is, um, weight loss, right? So if I want to lose weight, the lagging indicator of weight loss is, you know, I step on a scale, it reads out a number. That's how much I weigh, right? I want that, that number to be lower, but that number is, is the lagging indicator, right? I can't just go in a healthy way, just remove the weight, just say, hey, I just want it to be gone, right? right. Not without what surgical I, intervention. <laughs> not without surgical intervention, which I guess it can be done, but that's not, that's uh, not that's what we're not, talking about. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about, right? So the, the way to the way to move the lagging indicator is by focusing on the leading indicators, right? So in weight loss, the leading indicators very simply would be calories in and calories out, right? So then it's about thinking, okay, from a calories in perspective, how do I manage the tactics around a good, healthy diet. What are the tools I use, like my fitness pal, uh, to, to manage to some sort of number, right? Calories out, same thing. How do I, the tactics being developing a good exercise regimen, pulling in a trainer, using technology like Fitbit or a Apple Watch to manage to, my, to, the, uh, to the calories burnt. And as you're managing to the leading indicators, the natural result will be the, will be the, lagging, the lagging indicator. Right. And, and that's, it's the same thing with profit, right? It profit is the result, it's the destination, it's not the journey. Yeah. It's so funny that you just said that because we didn't talk about that and that's literally yeah. um the blog post that I wrote a couple of days oh. ago. <laughs> literally oh, <that's> verbatim. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we get that we're in the same We're, we're uh, there. We're there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um so that's awesome, but it's uh, and it's interesting because to me, I love this conversation because yeah. it's the thing that most agency owners that I talk to, that's the thing that they want to focus on. You know, what are your goals and objectives? I want a higher profit margin. Okay. Yeah. How are we right. going to get there? Well, that's why you're. Yeah. Here. <laughs> well, that's right. And 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 I'd say you know as as uh, so we are accountants, right? As financial professionals, that's traditionally where the 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 agency owners will bring us in. They say, okay, I want I want profit. How do I do that? And then they're very surprised that we say, okay, well, let's talk about the leading indicators, which look a whole lot more like um, operational metrics, right? Yeah. So I, I, I'd say, you, you know, the, the one thing, I mean, if I, if I frame this in, in somewhat of a, a financial sort of uh, conversation, right? So at a high level, profit for an agency is, you know, revenue, right? Money in the door minus 
expenses, right? And there's really two types of expenses. Uh, the first is what's called like cost of goods. This is just like what you pay your employees, the cost of actually delivering the work. It's usually labor. And then the other is just like uh, operating expenses, things that you pay on rent and contractors and, and, and sales and marketing and those sorts of things. So the, um, you know, the, the revenue minus the sort of labor, the cost of goods, that's what's called gross margin, right? Like that's ultimately the money you make on a project before you have to go pay all the other stuff. And ultimately, like that's where all the leading indicators live that really, that really drive the business, right? Like, so that's where we focus. We, we talk a whole lot more about, you know, on the revenue side, pricing, retention, and user acquisition or client acquisition. And on the labor side, it ends up looking a whole lot more like utilization, staffing, and process, right? And so that's where we talk about, we go to the tactics of, of those things. Right, right. And yeah. that's what I think um, when I talk to a lot of agency leaders, um, if they aren't to the point where they have a controller or a CFO and they are using some kind of outsourced uh, solution for accounting and things like that, you know, they, they don't really... They don't really think about things in that way, you know what I mean? So, and it's really interesting that your firm specializes in agencies because agency world is it's just rife with so many different variables and and so many different moving parts that it's hard for uh, a financial professional who doesn't understand the agency world. Not that this it's this completely unique business model, but there is yeah. a lot you know to talk about. There's a lot to think about, a lot to consider. Um, so it's yeah. great that you guys specialize in that. You've really like positioned pretty well. To totally. And, and look, I'd say, uh, generally speaking, ignoring agencies for a second, generally speaking, um, you know, every business has its own unique complexities. And so if you're going to involve a professional to help you, they, they can't possibly be an expert in everything. So right. they had certainly better be an expert in the thing that you're doing. <laughs> right. right. And so, uh, we, we found that early on, right? We, we specialize in not just, you know, doing compliance and things like that, but you know, how do we help an agency owner grow their business? And we realized very quickly that couldn't be as, as, as talented with agency owners as with lawyers, as with dental offices, you gotta, you gotta specify, yeah. uh, it, which is, which is no different than the agency owners themselves, right? We've right. all learned agency owners have learned the same thing. You gotta have a niche. Yeah. Um, not all of them, but <laughs> 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 sure, but the ones that are managing their leading indicators around revenue and 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 to some degree pricing, right? Like the way to to what you know the largest your biggest lever in driving a higher price and one that's going to deliver a stronger gross margin is by specializing in delivering expertise. It's how you deliver outsized. So I'd say. Uh, you know, as I think about, I mean, just kind of like to talk about a couple of the leading indicators on the on the revenue side, I'd say one that we talk about a lot with agencies is um, rate per hour. And don't mistake me to mean that I'm suggesting that you should charge on an hourly basis. I don't think you should charge on an hourly basis, but retrospectively determining how what is the revenue that I'm earning per hour put into that project right is informative of a lot of things. It's informative of you, how well you're utilizing your people. It's informative on how much pricing power you have. And generally speaking, we try to, we try to look for uh, rate per hour somewhere between four and five times the hourly rate right. of the folks that are actually delivering the work. And right. if you're so able to get that, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, so three is kind of like break even or just plateauing, you're not making anything. That's exactly yes. right. Yep. Yeah. 
The three X is exactly the three X is kind of plateauing. If we can get to five, we've got clients that are above five. That gives us some flexibility to actually earn a margin, and then ultimately, you know, drive some profit. Right. right. So, so that's an example of an area where we that's a metric that helps us unpack. Okay, that we're at three or we're at two and a half. Yep. Now, what's the issue? Is it a utilization problem? Is it a pricing problem? Is it a positioning or retention problem? And those are the, the, that's like the, I've got a bad diet. Okay. Is it late night snacking? Is it, I'm eating too much at each meal? It's the same thing right now. We can unpack the tactic. Yeah. yeah. So what would you say are the most common, uh, metrics that agency owners or agency, uh, people who are in charge of finance, uh, in some way, shape or form at an agency, what are the metrics that they're not looking at that they should be? Yeah. Well, boy, um, that's, uh, Do we have time a, for that? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's a lot, but I, I'd, I'd say, uh, if I were to, if I were to just pick, uh, the two that I think are the most informative and allow us to ask the next question, uh, I'd go back to, uh, rate per hour and utilization, right? I think if we can get, if, if we can get our hands around, Again, average revenue per hour into a project. And when I say utilization, again, I'm looking at the amount of billable hours divided by the amount of available hours. Which right? means that all of those employees have to be tracking their time if you want to even talk about profitability. And that's a great – and I'm glad you bring that up because I, I, I – you know, it's interesting in the world of agencies are facing the same conversation that accounting firms are. So I have a lot of empathy for this, which is we're all moving towards value pricing and not – and away from hourly pricing, right? And so there's this debate around, well, if we're, de- if we're delivering or if we're pricing on value, the hour is irrelevant. We shouldn't track time. That's a relic of the past. And there's a lot of our clients who have that mentality. There's a lot of accounting firms that have that mentality. And whether this is a popular point of view or not, I disagree with that mentality. Now, I completely agree that it should not drive your price, right? The cost is independent of the value, and so it's about what value we're delivering. But there's no way to track the health of the leading indicator without knowing what what am I putting into a project. You learn a lot about just overall how am I pricing. You learn a lot about specific offerings or industries or niches or just specific clients that may be more or less profitable for right. a variety of reasons. You just can't diagnose any of those things if you don't have the data. Right, right. And, I just and, had this conversation with an agency client yesterday. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, and 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 I get it. It's especially in agencies, it's it feels stuffy, it feels process, it yeah. feels uncreative and I get it. And there's, there's, there are great tools that make time tracking as fun as humanly possible. And we recommend a host of them, but you got to have the data. You know what I mean? There's a balance. I do. So if we're talking about profitability in terms of this rear view metric, um, what are the metrics that agencies should be paying attention to on the weekly and the monthly and maybe even the quarterly basis? Do you have sort of a uh, grouping or uh, one or two things that you typically recommend to your clients that they should be paying attention to on that more frequent uh, basis? Yeah, so good, good question. I mean, I would say um, the the metrics that we focus on on the highly frequent basis, so let's say the, the weekly to, you know, even some degree monthly look look like two things. They look more like sales pipeline driven metrics. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about 
funnel creation, funnel conversion, and they look more like operations, right? So, and, and those metrics are highly customized to the business itself, right? So depending on the, the depending on the, the service offering that you're creating, uh, it's, it's, it's things like, uh, you know, t- time to onboard, um, there are other operational metrics around the specific service offering. So financially, I guess to, to kind of bring this back financially, we don't advocate over measuring or over, uh, over analyzing particular metrics too frequently because reality is they just don't change that often. It's like stepping right? on the scale every single day. Just it's like stepping it. on the scale every single day don't or like it. checking the, checking your portfolio every day. Like, yeah, it's going to move, but it's noise. So right. let's just zoom out for a second. So financially, We'll look at certain things uh, monthly, but generally it's more it's more quarterly. Um, and then and then again, I think uh, the things that we look at somewhat in in addition to kind of like the high level. You know, I mentioned like rate prior utilization are very informative. Um, from there, we'll look at things like um, again, we'll look at funnel metrics. We'll look at uh, retention rates and kind of LTVs of of customers and 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 the relationship between that and what it costs us to acquire those. Yeah. So just the idea of the health of bringing a, a customer in yep. and how do we not just, you know, how, how do we grow long-term valuable clients both to improve profitability but also to make a sellable, uh, valuable, valuable agency. So those are some of the things that we'll talk about in addition to or in conjunction with just basically how am I driving revenue, gross profit, and, and then bottom line profit. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And I love the LTV conversation because I think it is really important if you spent a little bit more to acquire a client and you find out through all of these different metrics that it is a pretty profitable client and you want to kind of get in there, you've already landed, you want to expand the business, you know, with that uh, existing client, you know, having that metric to look at what this long term you know, lifetime value is, I think that's really important. And I don't think a lot of agencies really focus on that. And I don't think it's one of the things that they're looking at often enough. No, I totally agree. And I think, uh, generally speaking, agencies underestimate the amount of investment that they can make in a long-term valuable client, right? I think you generally think about it on a project basis. So this particular project might come in at 50K. And so look, I can only put you know, whatever it is, five to 10, 15 K into acquiring a customer like that. But that customer might be Procter and Gamble, or it might be GE or whatever it is. Right. And so if we take the long view and we invest in how do we use a project to build a, as a top of the funnel activity to create a long-term, either a retainer client or a, an annuity of projects such that I now have a seven figure relationship. Well, now I can spend an awful lot more time, you know, doing account-based marketing-like activities to really uh, get myself into the the tentacles of that of that entity. Yeah. So let's wrap up, kind of taking this into that that longer-term discussion um, and thinking about it from the agency owner's perspective. So most of the agency owners that you and I work with, at some point, they want to successfully sell and exit their firm. Um, and I often get asked, you know, from these agency owners, what are the things that I need to bolster when I want to start really thinking about acquisition, whether that acquisition is three, five, 10 years out, what are the things that the potential acquiring organization are going to want to look at? Um, so where do I need to be to make myself look, you know, really valuable and like a good purchase? 
Yeah, totally. Great question. So I'd say, uh, okay, so I'd say it's sort of two factors, right? The the factor one is just uh, building a sellable business. Operationally, is this something that somebody is going to want to come and buy, right? So a is it a highly differentiated offering? Is this, do you have a specific uh, differentiated offering at a specific differentiated niche? Is it unique? I mean, if I'm selling to WPP or or publicists or whomever, like they obviously do a lot of things. So they're looking for point solutions that do one thing really incredibly well. So what are you in that regard? The other bit is just, are, have you built a repeatable business that lives uh, independent of you? So I, I like to ask the question, like if you literally, if you didn't tell your team that you were going on a three month vacation and you left tomorrow, over that three months, would your business implode or would it continue to kind of click along? Would you continue to fill the funnel in roughly the same pace that you had been and would you deliver on and clients the same way? If yes, you've got a repeatable business. If no, you don't. Right. And and the value lives with you and not with the business. Right. Um, which is not and sellable. Then be, which is not sellable, right? So it has to be a sellable business. And then from a financial perspective, very quickly, it's really kind of about uh, it, it now comes to your lagging indicator, right? So it does come to profit. What, what, what profit margin are you doing at what growth rate? And what do you and typically advise in, in terms of that healthy profit margin? Because, you know, different agency growth consultants and, and different financial professionals will have different answers for this question. So I'm curious as to what yours is. Yeah. So I will say, um, first of all, I usually, I, I would advise looking at profit before owner distributions, right? Because ultimately yeah, it doesn't matter if you're paying yourself. I mean, like, what is it? It's irrelevant, right? And so I would say, uh, you know, before owner distributions, uh, a really, a strong agency is somewhere between 20 and 40%. I'd say uh, 20 being on the low bar of a really good agency before owner distributions. And, and we've got clients that are in the 40, 45, even touching 50% range. And those are highly differentiated, really strong pricing power. Yeah. Um, so I would say, uh, the, you know, that is a great range. And then of course the, the other half of that is kind of the, um, the, the growth rate, right? So very quickly, the public companies use this, this idea of the rule of 40, and the idea is if you added your profit margin to your growth rate in a year, does that number add up to something that is 40 or greater? Mm -hmm. If it does, you've got a really strong combination of growth and profit. And if it doesn't, then one of or both of those things are lagging. So right. that's a good rule of thumb to look at. Yeah. Awesome takeaways. I think the, the people who are watching and listening are just going to take so much from this conversation. So I really appreciate all your insights and for you being here today. Of course. No, I'm happy to do it. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Ryan. This episode has been brought to you by Workamajig, the number one creative agency management software. Show notes at thrive.workamajig.com. Find out how your creative agency can become more productive and more profitable. Schedule your demo at thrive.workamajig.com.